Wednesday, May 18th, you've probably noticed no matter what markets you may be invested in or what media outlets you read, that shit is not going well at the moment. The same holds true for Web3 crypto NFTs, major downswing across the board, just like your uh, stock portfolio. A16Z, Mark Andreessen's um, venture capital fund, which is you know arguably the biggest player in the space. They are very, very bullish crypto and have Chris Dixon, a superstar, who's kind of running with the uh, baton for all Web3 crypto-related purchases, acquisitions, investments, etc. They, as a, um, as a firm, released their first ever State of Crypto report. It is 56 pages long. So our friends at the Milk Road, who I told you about last week or the week before, did a uh, quick summary. So rather than me even thinking about reading a 56-page PDF report, I will just take it a level or a layer beyond the Milk Road and read their, the summary of the summary. That's what this will be. So very quickly, um, they have seven bullet points that they took from um, the A16Z report. And let's, uh, let's quickly talk through them. One, this is the fourth quote-unquote crypto winter. We've had crashes in 2011, 2013, 2017, and now 2022. If you're new to crypto, congrats on your first cycle. Hey, that's me. I'm new to crypto. This is my first cycle, my first winter, my first bear market, whatever you want to call it. Um, and you know what? Whatever. Keep on moving. Number two, if you zoom out, the cycles fade away and all you see is progress. And they show charts here of global crypto market cap, developer activity, startup activity, social media activity, and the every single chart is you know through the roof upswing. And that is why, refer back to number one, that for me, this is a, a whatever time. You know, there's a lot of panic in the NFT world and NFT Twitter and quick crypto Twitter, but I am now, you know, firmly on board that this thing is part of our lives forever and uh, we'll bounce back and bounce back with reckless abandon. And then it'll go down again in a couple of years and then it'll come back again. And the technology is here to stay. And long term, this is up and up away, up, up and away. All the aboves. Give it two aways, give it one up, go away, up, away, up, up, away, away, up, up. You get it. Three. During price dips, go into build mode. Let's say it's 1999 and you're excited about this internet thing. If you lost interest during the 2000 dot-com crash, you missed a once-in-a-generation cycle to build stuff like social networks, video streaming, cell phones, com- cloud computing, etc. Don't let price dips kill your enthusiasm. Don't be Mr. Market. Be Bob the Builder. Totally. That's why certain projects will succeed and most will fail because they are just kind of trying to ride the hot wave for the moment. And that's why most people buying, investing in NFTs over the last year who experience this crazy bull market are not going to be prepared for the time that we're in now. They are just trying to flip their way or buy the latest hot thing and probably overextend themselves. And uh, that's why fear and panic are setting in right now. Find the builders, invest in them. Four, DeFi has had incredible growth. DeFi is, for those who don't know, short for decentralized finance, which is essentially 
bank shit without the banks, right? You want to uh, loan money, you want to get interest. It's it's all it's all peer to peer. We're taking out the middleman, and that's the whole idea of that's the whole ethos of of Web three really is decentralization. So DeFi has gone from zero dollars to one hundred billion dollars total value in, in over two years. So shit's not slowing down over here in that world, and uh, that's going to continue as well to keep cutting out the middleman as much as we can in, in many different ways until the government gets involved and regulation you know, puts a halt to whatever we're, uh, all the fun that we're having here. Number five, creators make a lot more from NFTs than they do from YouTube, Spotify, and et cetera, other social apps. Last year, 23,000 NFT creators collectively made $4 billion. That's an average of about 175,000 per creator. Compare that. Facebook, 10 cents per creator. Spotify, 636 per creator. YouTube, $2.47 per channel. And then OpenSea, the NFT marketplace, 174,000 per creator. Obviously, there are those that carry the weight of a lot of that. But at the same time, that's the same for Spotify, Facebook, and YouTube as well. Six, Ethereum still leads the pack, but other contenders are emerging. Blockchains are only as strong as the developers building on them, and Ethereum is still clearly in the lead with about 4,000 monthly active developers. Solana is second with about 1,000. And then Milk Road chimes in here. Um, All these numbers are super small. Can't believe Ethereum only has 4,000 monthly active developers. For reference, Roblox, which my kids have been getting into, has 345,000 app developers who make money building Roblox apps. That's a that's a game for kids, which will definitely you know is is a version of the metaverse for sure. But three hundred forty five thousand app developers on Roblox and only four thousand on Ethereum. We are early, man. Number seven, finally. So, what is what are the big boys at A sixteen Z predicting happens next? More creators will move away from using platforms like YouTube, Spotify, and Instagram over to creating NFTs once they see the benefits. More of the top-tier gaming developers will enter Web3 and launch their own games in the coming months. DAOs, social tokens, decentralized social networks are next in line to explode in crypto, similar to how DeFi and NFTs grew over the last year. Milk Road Road takeaways. We're still super early. That's exciting. Totally, guys. Keep an eye on Web3 gaming. All the experts have been saying for a while now that... uh, the next major frontier in the NFT space is the the, the, mer- the the merge essentially of the gaming world and NFTs where, um, and this is definitely as somebody who's not a gamer but is into NFTs, something that's super exciting for the value of NFTs across the board is the idea that the game, the games that, that our kids play in the future, in, ten, in the next decade and decades, we, they are going to own the items. You're playing Zelda and you want to use this awesome shield, you're not going to pay Coleco, Nintendo, whoever owns Zelda, you're going to pay me because I own that cool shield and I'm going to rent it to you. So it's going to be all peer-to-peer based, like I said before, with decentralized shit. We're taking out the big guys and we're going person to person. Um, Anyway... Got any questions or ideas or thoughts? Would love to talk about all this stuff with any and all of you because it is exciting. And even though we're in the uh, our first, my first winter, 
a bear market, um, you know, if you believe in the long term, then as they say, now is the time to buy the dip.